Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, the very first episode, the inaugural episode of the Royal Geek Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. I am here with my co-hosts, my good friends, Justin Sandoval, otherwise known as Sandy, and my other good friend, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing on this wonderful evening? Doing well, doing well. Um, just, you know, trying to make it through this crazy storm that we had tonight, you know, big, big rain, just, you know, coming all around, big winds and everything like that, just crazy, crazy night, yeah, just know, all out of nowhere. Is it actually some bad foreshadowing, maybe, that it just was a torrential downpour on our first night? Are you guys nervous about that at all? Uh, pretty much telling us that this is a whole wash, this whole mm-hmm. podcast is a wash. Yeah. We're doing this for absolutely no reason at all. Yeah. Might uh, as well stop. The two listeners out there that I can guarantee you will listen, oh, I don't know about you guys but i was referring yeah. to my wife but uh <laughs> um that's one of them and tyler's wife is no, there. Yeah. no chance she's listening to it but yeah. that's okay <laughs> but yeah no um no doing well tonight i'm excited to get this thing started um i feel as though i've been wanting to do this for a long time and it's 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 happening we're finally here yeah. we are uh making this happen we're talking about stuff we love and we're having fun while we do it that's right we are finally here it's amazing so since this is our first episode, I think it's important to let all of our listeners know who we are and why we are doing this. Because you might say, uh, well, first of all, if you found our podcast somehow in the uh, the plethora of podcasts that are available, thank you for tuning in. Um, what we are about, well, to be honest, there's pretty much a podcast for everything in the world. But we're just three random guys, three regular guys who really enjoy movies, TV shows, all things in the geek culture. And uh, we're just really excited to finally uh, launch this podcast. Do you guys want to talk a little bit more about um, how and why we began this? Uh, just love of Marvel, DC, all things superhero, and you know the crazy world that we live in that where those items are now considered front culture. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, geekdom goes from movies, <laughs> TVs. I mean, hey, I'm down, I'm down with all all those things, right? But uh, movies, TV shows. Uh, I mean, anime. I got that down. Uh, sports. We got we we can geek yes. out about sports, especially. And we're all counting down to football season coming <laughs> for up. Sure, and, for to, sure, to sports yeah. in general Absol- coming back. Oh yeah, sports. Yeah, something to watch that we can we can root for and That's ha- right. have fun competing with. But uh, you can geek out over that. Oh, why yeah. not? Right. That's right. And it's. I think it's important to let our listeners know um, if, if you go back in time and and listen to this uh, inaugural episode, we are in the middle. Hopefully, towards the end, actually, of the, yeah, the ver- hopefully the very hopefully end. yes <laughs> of the COVID nineteen season, and I will say this: a really funny thing. I saw someone on Twitter say um, that sometime in the next few months, there's going to be a ton of podcasts that are launched, and then there's one or two episodes, and then there's never anything ever again because the amount of people who are just doing podcasts in this season with nothing else to do. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I hope that's not us. But <laughs> I, I don't think it will. We're going to stand the test yeah. of time, guys. We're going to stand the test of time. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's make this run yep. go for 10, 15 years. Let's do it. That's right. And and to be honest, you know, I think most podcasts mm-hmm. will morph over time, and I'm sure ours will as well. Um, but, yeah, we're just here to have a lot of fun. We like to talk about um, – you know, the TV shows we're watching, the movies we're watching, the content that we are intaking, sometimes talking about video games as well. Oh, yeah, video games, definitely. I, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I think we're going to have a lot uh, a lot to, to uh, discuss as time goes on, and we hope that you guys are come along with us on the journey. Um, yeah, so with that in mind, um, you know, speaking, one thing about video games, I wanted to tell you guys this. 
my birthday was just uh, three days ago. Wait, yes, three days ago. Just yeah, I'm bad with math. And uh, you know, I was thinking, what am I going to do? I got a couple gift cards. I got a little, you know, uh, birthday money for my grandma. Even though I'm in my 20s, I'm still getting birthday presents. And I love it. It's great. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. What am I going to do with all this? I'm not like I'm rich or nothing. But what am I going to do with these gift cards, this money? And I started saving it towards my next gaming system. You know, because they're going to have these new gaming systems come out in the next year, or t- year or two years, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. PS5 is about to drop. They're going to be several mm-hmm. hundred dollars. About that, yeah. Right? And I don't, don't want to feel the pressure of buying one when I have no money put aside for it. So I'm excited yeah. about saving my money for that. Um, 28 years old, I'm just learning how to save. So yeah. that's my little personal life update, just to be uh, frank with you guys. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there you go, man. Um, anything you guys have to add before we kind of jump into uh, the main meat of our podcast tonight? I just wanted to say, um, you know, maybe this is maybe this will be a wash, but you know, I'm looking on this as a good opportunity, and you know, you know, hopefully all this rain means we'll just be raining down knowledge on people throughout our podcast. Well, Shimano definitely will. I think Shimano is like this endless fountain of knowledge yes. for like TV shows, human and movies. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Justin, how about you? Anything you'd like to add? Uh, I mean, I'm just here to have fun, uh, talk about things we love, and you know what? Uh, we'll obviously have a good time doing it. So, yeah. okay, uh, let's rock and roll. Ready to jump in? Well, cool. We'll hit. We'll start with our first segment that we will try to do every week on our weekly episode, where we just talk about what is new in the news. That sounds really lame to say it like that, but that's what we're going to talk about the news segment of our podcast. Um, and the first news report, I was just real, real quickly. I was just going to mention is that uh, Fast Nine was actually supposed to come out today, May twenty second. Wow! Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And it has officially been announced that their new release date is April second of twenty twenty one. Dude, that is so insane, insane! How they could push, push it a year back? Yeah, it's yeah. like essentially an eleven month delay. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. So yeah. essentially, uh, we could be reviewing uh, uh, Fast Nine right now. We would have been yeah, in the seats right. last night. Yeah. We would have been at the premiere last yeah. night in the seats, and that's right. We could be talking about it right now, but you know what? Here we are. All decked out in tuxedos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the red carpet because yeah. uh, we got invited to mm-hmm. uh, of course the premiere yeah. in downtown Atlanta. Thank, well, thanks uh, to coronavirus, we yeah. are. Uh, not talking about yeah. that, as well as not talking about a lot of things. Yeah. Well, who knows? By next year, I mean, maybe we'll be big enough to where, you know, we will be invited to the premiere of yeah. Fast 9. I think so. About, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So For sure. How about you guys? Any news reports for y'all? Well, I will say, uh, for those of us uh, following the Arrowverse, uh, the hit uh, DC shows uh, associated with the Arrowverse, but uh, Batwoman uh, just wrapped its uh, season one. And, uh, I mean, overall, Batwoman uh, had its ups and downs. Uh, I can definitely yeah. tell you that. There's some good episodes, some bad episodes. But the biggest takeaway from the season being over is that Ruby Rose, the star who plays Batwoman, has announced that she is not coming back for season two. So uh, the producers said they're still going to go ahead and uh, roll with the season. They're just going to recast her. I don't know how I, don't know how I feel. I mean, uh, Ruby Rose is uh, a good talent to have there. Yeah. Um, she definitely had this charisma about her. Um, hmm. But there were some moments that uh, it wasn't really believable at some moments. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they're going to recover from that. To be honest with you, um, hmm. recasting the main role, the title role, yeah. and just expect people to get on board. Um, Sounds like the state of the entire DC extended universe, right? Uh, I mean, sure, yeah, for sure. oh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. So I guess, uh, but the TV shows have been holding their own. Like they've been. 
uh, Crisis just uh, wrapped earlier in the year, uh, or late last year, I should say. And uh, Crisis was uh, the first three episodes of Crisis were hand down, like amazing, and they just they just couldn't wrap it up in the final two episodes. But they had that spark of uh, of of greatness, as far as I I can say, my opinion. Definitely better than some of the last uh, garbage that came out in DC movie universe. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no. It, what do you guys think about like rapping like a main actor, a main star of a of a hit show like like Batwoman, like being recast? Like that's that's insane. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's that's usually something you you only really see after like a pilot episode or something like that. You know, <laughs> right, very rarely right. do you see, especially the main main character getting um be getting recast like that. You hear that all the time about you know after pilot episodes. You know, Game of Thrones has a couple of famous ones. You know where um, people got um, people got recast after their original pilot that was not even released. But you know. It, it happens with minor characters and things like that, side characters, and where they just kind of disappear or, you know, contracts don't work. Which I feel like we can forgive that. I feel like, we're like yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, no big deal. Moving on. Yeah. But the main character, I mean, that's your face, you know? That is, yeah. you know, you somehow it's tough have to, to recover from. Yeah. I guess the plus side on this is that uh, when she is in the costume, her face is covered. So, yeah. I mean, but a lot of the stories was, was driven on the under, um, not wearing the mask. So. Like a lot of the story was really driven on her like sister relationship with the the main villain of the season, and a lot of that confrontation happened face to face, no mask, no yeah. not suited up, and I don't know. So I guess we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, hopefully it gets better, but the the Arrowverse shows tended to drop off with time and then pick back up towards the end of their yeah. run, uh, kind of like Arrow. Arrow started off really good and then kind of sunk into this crazy hole of trash, and then they dug their way back out of it the last couple seasons. <laughs> yeah. What a description. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they can go up from here, and maybe they cast like the next great yeah. uh, actress. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they go with a path of um, you know just recasting her and just not just acting like nothing, nothing, yeah, happened, nothing happened or if they're going to go the path of recasting her in the sense of someone else is going to a, a different character mantle, is yeah. going to take over the mantle yeah. or they can just pull a, a, a Rodian uh, Marvel Universe and uh, when the Don Cheadle came in and took yeah. over for Terrence Howard and, uh, and just yeah makes a quick little reference yeah, yeah. <laughs> look we're not going to talk about this right now okay <laughs> <laughs> that was good uh, for sure for sure Yet another indicator of how much better Marvel is than DC, Man, right? Yeah, just yeah. just yeah. like that. Just so subtle, yeah. what you said. Just but. a quick recast, no big deal. A big, a little mention, a little here and there. And make, get a laugh out of everybody. That's and right. Move on with the story. Move line. on. Yeah, move absolutely. On. Speaking of that, Anthony, you have some news as well. All right, yeah. Um, mine is also about a DC entity, and mine is about how um, DC will be uh, releasing uh, with the release of HBO Max, the... Zack Snyder version of Justice League. Look out. Whoa. Which uh, should be an amazing um, insight and to see what how he how he just feels like he can could have, you know, changed it and things like that. I think the biggest thing about this is just actually um, once again kind of about the dysfunction of the DC universe and how um, they always seem to step wrong when it comes to this kind of stuff. <laughs> and just how um, you know, these different cuts, like multiple different movies have had these extra cuts that have come afterwards. And it just seems like the directors and who and the um, and the universe runners just they can't get themselves on the same page. Right. And, and it's being shown in, in this and as well as showing it in the whole idea of 
like like the recastings and things like that you know they're lo- them losing you know or you know changing up who who's going to play batman who's going to play superman cuz they lost you know? both of both batman and superman yes yes they did <laughs> yeah they lost both <laughs> yeah, of them they and did. you know and it's then crushing <laughs> wild too yeah it just seems like every time they turn there's someone else that they're having to recast you know and even sometimes not even really their fault like with amber right. heard and stuff like that you know just it seems like they were bef- everything is befalling them at the moment they just just now, Shimano, can, can you t- can you give me some more background? I think I remember hearing about it. So Zack Snyder was originally in charge, and yeah. then they he was removed from the project. Or wh- why is it significant now that what is this like two or three years later that they're releasing the Zack Snyder cut? Well, it's partially just because they've been kind of pushing for a while to release it because it's kind of just been sitting around since about 2017. Um, you know, just not really wanting to release this at the time but but why why yeah, well, why was there a like why is there right. a different Snyder didn't anyways? get to finish directing okay, he made it three yeah. fourths of the way of the movie through and then his I believe his son committed suicide uh, oh yes yes okay. and uh, okay. he took a leave and DC called in Josh Whedon and he That's came right. in to finish the movie this is the story of them pushing the project out so that the executives could get all of their money as opposed to letting time go by and letting the director come back to finish his project, yeah, yeah. right? Pretty much, yes, pretty exactly. Much. Yeah, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers, very, uh, yeah. and this DC is the wrong step you were talking. Yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what DC seems to do and right. not being able to get out of their own way. And so now, yeah. years later, Snyder is finally at a point where he's ready to uh, go back into it. And uh, just piggybacking off of your uh, your news article here is yeah. that I read that. Uh, Snyder and got approval for up to twenty to thirty million dollars to yes. uh, go back through and finish visual effects and finish scenes that wow. were uh, n- uh, unfinished or un unedited and actually edit them and put them in the post production and uh, release out like it's going to be a ton of new content. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. We might have to watch it, do a little little review of it, maybe. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Comparison between what or, was what was released. Yeah. Do, yeah. do a back to back. You know. Oh gosh, I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> back hey, to back. When does it release? Did they have the release date? Oh, uh, for that. No, no, they didn't have. Just saying, it's coming. Yeah, yeah, they said coming. But soon. it's going to be on HBO, so it's HBO gonna, Max. HBO yes, HBO Max is their new streaming service. service. Yes, uh, yes, of yes. course, it is. Yes. That's so smart. Yeah. Yep. You sign up early and you get it for eleven ninety nine. Just to let you guys know. There you go. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe we'll have to uh, use some of our really lucrative pod uh, budget, for, you know, use the money we have saved up for this really high-budget <laughs> podcast we're doing. Right, exactly. P- put a little yeah. bit of money towards that. Oh, well, yeah. And we can write it off our taxes. It's a business expense. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Um, well, sweet. Well, yeah, so that's the news uh, here on the Royal Geek Podcast. Every week we will try to hit on different news topics of things that really piqued our interest, things that caught our eye. Uh, but we also every week want to have some sort of main content that we're going to talk about. Again, it could be video games. It could be uh, a certain TV show. It could be a movie that came out uh, in some of our practice episodes that are deep, locked away deep in our archives that our listeners will probably never hear from. Uh, we even talked about a sports documentary. You know, So we've, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. But uh, for our main spotlight tonight, I'm really excited to kind of talk about this with you guys um, there's a show that is having its series finale season. Uh, that was a mouthful there. Uh, starting next Wednesday, it is a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the show I'm referring to is Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, just to give a quick uh, description of this show for those who don't know, although if you're listening to our podcast, you probably know exactly what it is. Uh, it's a part of the MCU, and it follows the uh, stories of different Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., 
different agents within the S.H.I.E.L.D. organization, uh, like Philip Coulson. So picks up right after the events of the first Avengers back in 2012, and this show has been running now. This is its seventh season. It's coming to an end, and before season seven kicks off, uh, we wanted to just kind of give a little bit of a series recap and talk about the prior six seasons all in one episode here. Good luck yeah, to absolutely. us, right? Yeah, yeah a lot of fast-forwarding, <laughs> yeah, we a lot got of uh, snippets and we shortcuts. We got this, right? Yeah, yeah, anyone nervous? Yeah. For, first episode, yeah. you know, just, just, just going to tear it out. Perfect, yeah. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but we're excited about it. Um, so there's, there's really no... Uh, format here, you know, we're not going to go like one season at a time or anything. We're just let's just let's just shoot the breeze here. I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts a little bit on, you know, what you thought about the entire series of Agents of Shield uh, in general. Well, I mean, okay, so the entire series, I don't know, it's kind of like a, a a wild relationship to be honest with you. Ooh, like you, okay. it started off, it started off like, okay, yeah, you know what, a I, wild I can, relationship. I, Where did you meet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we yeah. met in uh, 2013. Uh, I believe yeah. it was September of 2013. You and you know what? The first episode, uh, I believe it aired with uh, 12 million viewers. Uh, yeah, the that's first, amazing. The, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Avengers definitely had a little to do with that. Yeah, I, yes. I think so. Oh, and for sure. uh, I believe was it the the first episode that had the the cameo at the end, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nick yeah, Fury yeah. was yes. in it, right? Yes. yes. Nick Fury. How at the amazing. End, at the end of the, so obviously 12 million. But okay, so anyway, started off with a bang, right? And then the first season went on, and I kind of felt like I was betrayed. I was betrayed, and I was yeah. like, you know what? This is nothing like the Avengers. This is nothing like the MCU. And I kind of, I got in a lull, and I was like, you know what? Like, do I want to finish this? Do I want to keep this going? And then all of a sudden, what is it? Thirteen, fourteen, maybe episode yeah, fourteen. It takes yes. a turn. It's re- yeah. The twist is revealed. And, yeah, and oh, so this, can we just say? What were you going to say? Spoiler alert. Yes, spoiler <laughs> alert. So there is a chance that there could be someone listening to the show who's like, oh, I've never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, it's starting you know, this week. I'm still in quarantine. I'm going to I'm gonna Start just binging. binge the whole first six seasons. So we want to give a spoiler alert here. If you have not watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one, you probably want to stop listening right now and then come back after you watch at least season one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Spoiler alert. Justin, go ahead and talk about that yeah. amazing turn. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. It, and it takes a twist. And uh, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is destroyed from the inside. And it's revealed yes. that it's Hydra all the along. H-word. Yeah. Yes. Hail Hydra. Hey, Hydra is alive. Yes. And from that moment on, it kind of just took off. And it was the first season was just like it, one episode after the other after that turn. And it was, it was amazing. amazing. Yes. Absolutely amazing. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And the, I thought the season finale for that season was uh, top notch in my, in my eyes. Oh yeah. So before we get into details, Anthony, let me hear some of your just general overall thoughts on the entire series itself. Just like Justin. Uh, well, I definitely, uh, I was definitely a little bit skeptical starting out. Um, I like the idea of it, but I was a, a little apprehensive because of uh, you know taking this whole big movie universe and bringing it down to the silver screen. Uh, and uh, I was, you know, when it started out, I was a little sketchy on it as well. Um, what carried me to the, you know, the turning point with uh, with Hydra was really the, uh, for me, was the Fitzsimmons relationship. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the most intriguing part. You know, I was I was kind of really disappointed with the first couple episodes, well, like the first episode or two. And then they really, like, put a spotlight, and I remember... You know, first time you see the um, the dwarves, you know, as they're going, and that was 
you know, the start, that was my interest. Like that was the, my main interest up until, you know, they had the big reveal. Um, so that was the relationship that really kept me going. And really to tell you the truth has been the defining for me, the defining part of the entire series was that Fitzsimmons relationship. I know there's been a lot of other things that they've been, they've been dealing with and they've gone through, but that has been like the, um, it's been like in a lot of times where they have sitcoms where you have this one stable relationship that is built that the show is built around and you have these other parts that move around it um similar to like how in um like uh friends eventually monica and chandler came together and they became that center that was the stable relationship yes that built that going around like in how i met your mother where you had um where you had um allison hannigan in um and Siegel's character, and they were the they were that center point. Everything moved around it, but they kept everything together, and that's yeah. what I feel like Fitzsimmons is to to this universe. Oh, absolutely, I would yeah. agree with that, hundred percent. So we'll we'll all, we'll go we'll definitely get into the uh, the dynamic relationship of <laughs> yes. of Fitz and Simmons, uh, or just like you mentioned, the uh, I love how the the term of Fitzsimmons has been, <laughs> and they even make a reference to <laughs> they it. Do absolutely. a funny reference where Colson's like. What do you think, like Simmons fits or something? Like he, he yeah, <laughs> the back way uh, or the other way around. But um, my general thoughts overall, you know, really love the show. And I think the – okay, let's just be honest. What they did is they completely took advantage of the momentum, Absolutely. which there was a ton of momentum oh, yes. from yeah. the first Avengers in 2012. I mean, I saw that film in theaters Five times, okay. <laughs> like, so they took advantage of the men- of all the momentum from that uh, movie, and they said, "Hey, let's make a show, and we'll call it Marvel's Agents of Shield, right? Because Shield is such a big part of the Avengers, Avengers movie, yeah. Yeah. and then also other other films after that in the MCU. Um, oh, and we're going to have Philip Coulson. Which do you guys remember? So obviously he's he's alive <laughs> in season yes. yeah. in season one, episode one. And they in case you haven't watched yeah. anything after Avengers, <laughs> yeah. In case, <laughs> in case you just like fell into a coma and just are coming out of it now yeah. in in COVID season, right? Exactly. Congrats. <laughs> um, Maybe it was just a block of ice. So, so here's here's the thing: was Coulson like actually previewed in the in the tr- original trailer? Do you guys remember? Uh, wow, I feel no, like he. W- I didn't. I don't remember that. I don't I feel like he was because remember when he comes out and. Agent Ward is talking to someone. He's actually talking to, uh, oh gosh, is is it May? No, it's not May. No. It's um, oh the bald dude. No, it's it's the girl that's in that's like Fury's right hand woman. The oh, whole time. Um, why am I forgetting her? Maria Hill. Yeah, Maria yes, Hill. Maria yeah. Hill. I cannot. I'm so embarrassed that I could not remember her name right there. Robin Chabatsky. Anyway, so she <laughs> is. Uh, she is. That's right. She's talking to Ward, and um, he's like, I know. That this happened, that happened, that Philip Coulson died in the Battle of New York, and then because he was cleared through through Shield level six at that point, yeah, and then Coulson walks in, and he says, "Welcome to level seven, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, th- I think that line was showed in the trailer. I don't know, I think it was because I because I, I, I um I think I remember that Coulson was somehow alive in the the trailer, but anyways, yeah. my overall thoughts, um, I, I love it now. Right, it's taken time. It's gone up and down at times, but I've always stuck with it because I think for the show, it's got inc- incredible character development, and I'm, oh, yeah. I'm just deep in the characters' stories no, yeah, and their lives yeah, now. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, they they started by taking advantage of the market, 
and they've re- they've really just sucked the milk dry out of the cow on this <laughs> yeah. one. But I'm still here, and even though the show has had some significant downs as well as some significant ups, which we'll get into, um, I- I'm here for for uh, season seven. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. One so, final ride, final mission. Uh, hopefully, a high note was what I'm hoping. I, I'm sure yes. it will. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it will. I, I think they knew they they wrote it knowing that the end is that it's the end. So right, yeah. But we'll get to that later. Uh, right now, let's talk a little bit just about the dynamics of the show. So first thing I want to do is just kind of introduce all of the care, not all of the characters, but the main characters. Okay, so it really centers around the stories of starting with Philip Coulson, who was killed. Literally, he was killed. He actually did die yes. right. in the Battle of New York. And they which, go into, and they they go into that. that. Yeah. And that was around the time of the turn when they, with the Hydra turn where they were really uncovering what actually happened uh, because Hydra was trying to figure it out too. They were like, yeah. how in yeah, the we world need, did... Yeah, they wanted it, that kind of technology. Yep. so they Because they sent uh, the guy who trained Ward with them, who was a great character. Yeah. Uh, gosh, his, his name was John or something, but really, really clever name. <laughs> but yeah, Philip Coulson is, I think, um, you know, one could argue that he's not the main star, but he's the. F- Again, there's just so many important people that are the. At he's the, sp- the one who like kind of launches the other characters. Yes, yes. So his, he's he the, is the springboard. He is set into um, level seven. Fury essentially asks him to make his own team, and he is recruiting certain people to be on his team. He recruits. Yep. Grant Ward, who we've mentioned a couple times, who is the uh, we don't know it until around like season, uh, episode like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, or maybe he, it's but, but he's later. like a he's a poster boy uh, agent yes. of Shield. He, right, uh, he's done everything. He went through the academy and he's yep. a high scholar like in there. And he's like yeah. re- he's renowned in the Shield industry. Yeah. So, uh, and he's a <laughs> he's a badass. Let's yeah. Just be oh, honest. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Let's yeah. just be honest. So, so he uh, he's recruited by. Colson. Colson also recruits uh, Melinda May, who uh, has an amazing character arc. Um, a lot of secrets, not a secrecy, a lot of just unknown about her character. And yeah, definitely got to peel her back a few yeah. layers yeah. In order to, to really dive into that character. Our first introduction to her is her sitting at her desk doing paperwork. <laughs> yes. And it's Which so funny the knowing thing from her. Yeah, yes. knowing her now. It's so funny thinking like that's where we first yeah. found her, but she was like, she was like, I'm happy here. How about her I'm nickname? Do you remember what her nickname is? Uh, the Cavalry. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. yes. And they oh, keep yes. they keep talking about it. Why are you you know? Yeah. And who's the Cavalry? T- t- tell us about yeah, it's that. It's never touched on until the later seasons. And, yeah, and like it season actually unfolds and it becomes quite nicely, very actually. Yeah. A big focus of the of the show. Yeah. They never told me why you were called the Cavalry. Now I know. You know. Uh, also, you mentioned this Shimato, um, Leopold Fitz and. Gemma Simmons, both of them doctors, uh, just like top of the cream of the crop from the Shield Academy. Um, Leopold is more of a tech guru, right. yep. mm-hmm. um, and Gemma is just like the most incredible doctor I think I think I've ever seen together. Which they have an amazing love dynamic that unfolds. You see the you see the beginning stages of it in season one, but it gets so good later on. Yeah, together like they really become the most dynamic people in the whole like the whole show yeah their, yeah. their range throughout the whole entire show is is really good the, their highs are really high but yeah. then they like they draw you in they they help develop the yeah. uh, our audience's perspective uh into the show yeah, and just right. the, they're playing on the whole idea of them being this cursed relationship that is yes always even though they are being torn apart mm-hmm. they are 
doing everything they can to pull it back together. Right. It's not a will they, won't they? It's more of a like, can we please get them together? But yes. the universe is like keeping yes. them from getting yeah, together. Yeah, that's the joke that the universe just keeps pulling them apart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is just so painful the amount of times that something goes wrong and it, yeah. it prevents them from being together. It drives me insane. <laughs> Uh, and I think every uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, every S.H.I.E.L.D. fan out there feels the same way. Um, one more main character to talk on who really is probably the main character. I mean, she really is the focus yeah. of the whole show yeah. um, is Sky, And I say it's Sky yes, to start because yes. that's how we are first introduced to her, mm-hmm. um, who is picked up like on the streets in Los Angeles. Like, she's in the back of a van. She's, yeah, yeah, she's in the back of a van hacking. Um Something I don't remember the whole dynamics, but they pick her up, and yeah, it's it's amazing to think of her um, being brought into the team with Coulson because at first she was a part of. Do you guys remember the name of the hacking crew that she was a part of? Like, it was like Tidal Wave or some it had some sort of weird name. Like, they, <sighs> no, she, I don't my so head. you know the 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 hacking group yes. uh, Anonymous, like in yeah. today's real in, in real life, it was kind of something like that. Was just the tide, maybe? Maybe that was it. Yeah, maybe it was the tide. Yeah, it was something like that. A rising tide? Rising tide. I think that's it. Does that sound right to you, Justin? Uh, that does sound right to me. Rising tide. And and I think it was in, like, season one where she's, like, doing some, like, voiceover describing, like, how the rising tide is going to, like, rise against yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. while they open the van and she's in it. <laughs> and so she gets dragged into the team, but in a way where she, at first she's just, like, a, a prisoner in a sense. And yeah. Somehow, over time, she is won over to the side of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, now, there's so much we go into. Like, she's then a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then, ex- like, ex- like expelled from S.H.I.E.L.D. and then brought back into S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, over the course of the season, it's amazing. Yeah. But I really think, I mean, I'd love to hear what you guys think. You know, she really is the main star of the show, I think. Chloe Bennett plays uh, Skye, who then turns into Daisy Johnson. Yes. So. Right. Well... Okay, so Daisy Johnson, a.k.a. Quake. Uh, yes, right. so got a lot of names. Season, yeah, season two is when it really starts diving into the powers aspect of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, The show initially starts off as, like, agents and, and gun work and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And then it slowly starts unraveling into the, the powers, um, the superpowers. And uh, Quake uh, being a inhuman... In, that's right. That's right. Yes. Gosh, there's just so much in this show. Yeah, man. Oh, I know. Absolutely. Yeah. Terragenesis. Uh, so the process of turning an individual into a uh, inhuman, which AKA a superpowered yeah. individual. Um, but the whole unraveling of who Sky is and what yep. she becomes, and and uh, her parents uh, dealing with that dynamic, and then amazing. Uh, and then unraveling her powers. Yeah, like I feel like as soon as Sky gets her powers and becomes Daisy Johnson, aka yeah. Quake, like I feel like the show takes another like leap forward, and they can tackle different issues as far as like super powered individuals, yeah. and they actually right. can stand up against them, and you get more believable rather than. Uh, a few punches yeah. here and there is going to beat these guys, but no, now Quake is a, a person to be messed with. She's so. a beast, man. Yeah, oh, absolutely. She's she a is a straight bad A, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it, I think it's interesting uh, with that because up until that point, they kind of drawn this line where everyone who had powers was kind of uh, a villain, right? Whereas everyone else, everyone who didn't have powers, was generally seen as a hero. Yeah. So um, when they they drew that line, that was them kind of 
blurring that line a little bit to where, you know, it, it, it kind of just in human life, you know, just because, you know, somebody looks like something, somebody acts like something, that doesn't mean that's who they are. Right. Um, and, you know, it, it just makes just like anything else in life, it makes it more difficult. It makes life more complex when you can't say because he is this, because she is this, they are a villain or they are the hero. So I think that was a very interesting thing that they have dived into in that um, in that way. Yeah. So those are essentially, for the first couple seasons, the main stars. Now, there are a uh, just a, a pretty good-sized list of other main characters that we are introduced to at other times. Um, and I suppose in light of where we are at for you know launching into season seven, we could we, there's at least two others who are especially super important to yes. um, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, lineup. So the, the next one would be uh, Mac, who is just this yes. behemoth yes. of a man. human being. Yes. 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 So Mac is this massive, um, massive black guy who, when we first are introduced to him, he's kind of like a technician, just good with his hands. Yeah, like an engineer. Engineer. Right? Like, yeah, good, yeah, like good handyman, fi- yeah. Yeah, good handyman, fixes like the uh, the... the the Quinjet, I think. Yeah. He either fixes the Quinjet or Zephyr One for them at one point. Yeah. And it basically gains the trust of Fitz and also Coulson. Um, and then it turns out he's a beast, you know? <laughs> right, uh, exactly. I personally think he was brought on the show because they killed off Trip and they needed another black guy. Uh, but I but mean, he turned out to be, honestly, man, maybe, I don't know, maybe one of my favorite parts of the whole show. He really is actually the moral compass. That yeah, whole, exactly. For sure. yeah, he's the, he the, holds heart, the heart of it, really. He yeah. really is. Yeah. Yes. And it's so cool how, like, man, like, they build the show up for Daisy to be the leader. Right. And then it's like everyone on the team, even Daisy acknowledging, Mac, you are the leader. You know, we yeah. need you to lead. Yeah. Um, so I love Mac. You guys can talk about, on him in a minute. But also uh, the last kind of main character, at least in the current wave of um, the show, is Yo-Yo. Yes. Um, I did not expect her to become such a – When we first like, saw her? Yeah. yeah. A, a oh, main yeah, yeah, me, part me of either. the show when yeah. she first was introduced. Yeah, because – She really <laughs> – I mean, she really just turned into a, a lovable character. Yeah, and the love relationship with Mac, it's so dynamic. And the way she was introduced, she was one of um, many different Inhumans that were, I want to say, if my memory serves me correctly, helped or assisted by S.H.I.E.L.D. and then kind of offered like a realm of protection. Yeah. Remember, they were added to this list. She was an Inhuman. Mm-hmm. And basically her superpower is she can run really fast. She can get as far as she can on like one breath, but she always comes back. That's why she's called Yo-Yo. Yeah, snaps back. Snaps yeah. back. So it's not like Flash, for example, where he can just run all over the place and finish at that like point B. If she starts at point A, gets to point B, she has to come back to point A every time, which I actually like. That's kind of yeah. a it's kind of a cool thing. But anyways, Yo-Yo really has become kind of a main character as well. So yeah, absolutely. what are y'all's thoughts on Mac and Yo-Yo and also just them as a another power couple? Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, they've gone through a lot. So, oh, they most certainly they certainly have gone through a lot with, um, with the especially in the moral compass. A lot of the moral stuff that you've seen dealing with, um, they've been at they've been at odds, <laughs> at odds, yeah, uh, for sure. With you know Mac trying to stay in line and Yo Yo lots of times having very um, very aggressive points of view that she wants to deal with. Um, things yeah. and you know very finite um, She's solutions a rebel, man. to things. She's she a rebel. Is. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie. Probably one of the most uh, 
you know, one of the craziest things that I've seen in the last in the last couple of seasons was when she got those arms cut off. I was oh wow, I was I, I was blown away. There was in on top of that, I, I there was no way I thought she was going to continue to not oh, have no arms. way. Yeah, like exactly. I was like they're gonna find some way to mess with time and get her get her arms back or something <laughs> like that. But nope. They just they just kept them off, and she I, you know she ended up getting the yeah. robotics. But the episode that happened in like like am I the only one who like jaw just dropped like when yes. that happened? Like there's like this can't be happening yeah. right yes. now. Like what? It, like, well, but don't forget there was foreshadowing. There, to no, it. yeah, absolutely, Remember? there was. Yeah, that was weird. But it was always like a no. They're gonna fix it. They're not gonna get to that point. Yeah. Gonna, but no. It, and then it was Ruby who cut her yeah. arms off. Yeah, for sure. And then it unraveled. Uh, just yeah. And wow. she got she got the last laugh, didn't she? <laughs> Yo-Yo came back with a fury, wow, um, yeah. which as and this is the crazy thing. And you know, if you're listening to this, you're only going to understand these things if you've actually seen Agents of Shield, because it's impossible to talk in depth over a six season uh, series, which is now going to be seven series yeah. or seven seasons, excuse me. But mm-hmm. um, that particular um, story. Where Yo-Yo lost her arms and she ended up killing Ruby when Ruby was about to go, you know, like Super Saiyan, honestly. (laughs) Um, You know, I normally stand with Mac, like in the moral compass. Like, I think I really agree with him almost all the time. But I think I was with Yo-Yo there. I don't see how you cannot kill Ruby in that. I know she's a kid. I know that's sad. Yeah. But, like, like, especially knowing what they knew, you know. So. Anyways, yeah, there. Are, I think what I there one, there's so many things I love about the show, but um, we're really touching on the high points here. Like, we, we really are. are. Um, we should probably talk about some of the. Low there's points some lows. <laughs> trust me, no, there are some lows. Let's go ahead and hit some of the lows. Yeah, Why not? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I don't know where to start. Like, as far as uh, we're talking about particular events, or I'll, I'll tell you one thing that stood out to me that I really didn't like, and okay. it was in the, one of the later seasons. Um, honestly, the whole uh, <laughs> Fitz and Ava relationship type of deal where he got in the way of of simmons yeah yeah, yeah. that was just ava was the lmd mm-hmm. yes yeah the very attractive yes. lmd we'll yes. just say it like that yep. yeah yeah well i can see that because that kind of fits into the whole like the very annoying sitcom um trope of uh will they won't they type thing where right. like the, the the person gets in between the relationship that you really want to see survive like yeah the, yeah right what, yeah aftermath yeah. of that but yeah so I, I could definitely understand how that'd be very like weird and annoying and get very um like that um just you know some weird setups and things like that um yeah i i think i mean it's funny though because i didn't necessarily mind that because i think that was really a part of season four or maybe it was three when it might have began in three but season four was honestly like the the hypest I've been for the whole series. Yeah. Like that was the best season. Right, I agree. And then uh I felt like the Ava, was, Ava part of it kind of took away from it yeah, because I guess uh, so. Season 4 was the Ghost Rider, right? Correct? That, that was, was one of them. Yeah, because yes. there was there was a few main um yeah. there yeah. was I think, I think it was Ghost Rider and the Framework, I believe. Framework and Hydra. It was like a three three mini seasons yeah. within See, a they, season. Yeah, I feel like they tried to do a little too much there. Oh man, no, yeah. I loved it. The yeah. mini arcs was great. But that's okay. Uh, we can Ghost, disagree. I, I mean, Ghost Rider, I thought was amazing in, in yeah. That, yeah. that portion of it. Um, it was fun to see him on the TV. Uh, I mean, the movies didn't do it do him justice. No, at he was. All. This was the best Ghost Rider we've seen. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. easy. And and it's disappointing if I'm sure Feige is going to recast and get someone else for movies. Mm-hmm. 
But whatever the actor's name is, and yeah, should I know his name? I should, especially since I'm... Should we have done more research yeah, to launch our first podcast? Probably, probably so. Yeah. yeah. But dude, he crushed it, man. Yeah, he, he did crushed good. it. He did. Um, and I... He was in the new Terminator movie that just exa- came out yeah, uh, in he was. 2019. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so there, there, were, there were some lows. Um, I think some of the, the dynamics of the Inhuman story from season two, you know, with talking about Daisy's uh, parents parents like her mom like some of that stuff was just so just cheesy and weird it's like the her and her mom dynamic was a little drawn out too much yeah. Yeah. I think yeah I think I, initially it started off as okay we can yeah. get behind this but then it kind of like went a little too far yeah I feel especially like. when it turns out that her mom was actually evil it was like right and I guess yeah. that's what a good show does it kind of you know confuses you like that yeah but at the same time it just seems so out of place right you know so yeah, yeah. I think I think one of the Things that they were fighting against, and uh, was the length of the seasons. Because um, sometimes when you have a season that is, you know, in the twenty plus episodes, yeah, you you got to draw this stuff out a little bit, yeah. and it creates these situations where it's like, oh, well, should I go this way or should I go this way? And yeah. then you you know you spend episodes upon episodes, of, you know, them waffling back and forth between between these two decisions, and it's just like you know sometimes you just sometimes you just want a character to get to the point. Right, you right. know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and 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 when you have these long, long seasons, sometimes they don't get to the point. Yeah, and I'm a firm believer that I feel like ten to thirteen episodes is the perfect amount for any well, any season. Uh, guess what? That's, that's right. What that's what you're getting. In that's season. what I'm yep. getting. Yeah, they learn. The, they learn. They can develop yep. great characters and tell a good, uh, concrete story. And not have to worry about bouncing from a storyline A to B to C yeah. and trying to wrap it all up into one giant conclusion. You yeah. can just focus on storyline A and get from the beginning of it, develop in between it, and get to the conclusion that yeah. hopefully hopefully satisfies us yeah. as viewers. And you know, the first five seasons all had, I believe, 22 episodes. I could be wrong on no, that. No, you're right. It was yeah. 20 plus, 22, I believe. Yeah, and then season six, which we should talk about here in a minute um, – Season six had 13 episodes. Yes. Uh, did they learn their lesson or did they just lose half their budget? I'm not really sure. Uh, <laughs> this uh, show has jumped around so many time <laughs> slots and days of the week yeah, since starting. Yeah. I think that's something that I do want to bring come up with, uh, talk about next. So not necessarily some of the dynamics of the show or the plot lines or mm-hmm. plot holes or anything like that. Can we just talk about the versatility of the show, the <laughs> the survivability yeah. well, of the okay. show? Yes. It, it, honestly, it should have been, probably been canceled. At some point, but yeah, yeah. here's what held it on. Okay, you Let's ready? Hear it. Marvel purchased by Disney. It's yeah. on ABC. ABC is owned by Disney. Yep. Disney saw this as the Marvel property, and they they wanted to keep it alive. And yeah. even no matter how bad it got, no matter how much it, it convoluted it got as far as storyline goes, they wanted to keep pushing through. And in doing so, they gave us a, a lot of great moments. Yeah. That we could really gr- latch onto and really make it our enough to talk about on a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good old fashioned nepotism. <laughs> and, <laughs> sorry. Um, and and here's the thing too, like yeah, it's I feel like it's been on every day of the week, like oh. except for maybe <laughs> Thursday. I mean, this thing got sent to the graveyard time slot of Friday, Friday nights. Yes. Yeah. Right? Um. Even WWE gave up on Fridays for for a time. Okay, uh, now they're back. Ironically, but I will say the '90s TJF they did it right, man. Uh, for all you listeners out there who actually yeah. know that reference, 
uh, one of our podcasters here. Uh, yeah, I'm a little too not. young, yeah, but that's he okay. He probably does not get that <laughs> reference, but that's okay. You they also, did it right. You guys also don't have iPhones or Macs, so this thing doesn't happen without me. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, no, but they they did it right. But uh, but yes, every day of the week, essentially, it's yeah. been on, and eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock now. And here, yeah, and here is something else that I I think I I can't do a series recap of one of my favorite shows. Especially knowing it's not the greatest show in the world. Right, I can yeah. give you like 30 shows that are better. This is definitely like a cult following. It's yeah, okay. not, it's, here we go. Yeah. This is what I'm getting into. I can't, give a, I can't do a re- series recap without talking about the community behind That's right. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Okay. And for those who are on Reddit, um, if you happen to be a, a true follower of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you're also an active Reddit user, there's a decent chance you are on the S.H.I.E.L.D. subreddit which has 130,000 members on it and I feel like I'm on I'm 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 subscribed to several different reddits like I'm a big Atlanta United fan um I'm a big soccer fan in general there's other reddits that I'm kind of are you guys on reddit are you familiar with reddit as a Yes, I'm okay. on reddit, yeah. So, uh it's a social media platform and you basically have just massive discussions about different shows and movies and and they made one for just Agents of Shield. There's only 130,000 people. Like, you know, Game of Thrones is like 2 million. Right, you know? yeah. Um, Marvel Studios has probably over a million. Like, there's a lot of different um, yep. subreddits out there. But the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. one is like the most amazing <laughs> community <laughs> I'm in. And the posts are so good, and the episode discussions are so good. Yeah. And I really think that, like, I really believe that Marvel itself and Disney has actually paid attention to what happens in this subreddit. Because... In season five, uh, which we thought was going to be the last season, and they actually wrote it as if it was the season finale. Right, which ended so series well. Finale. Yeah. And, oh, it, yeah. <laughs> and again, it probably should have, although I'm thankful to get 13 more episodes. Right, of yeah. course. It yeah. probably should have ended then. But there was so many like direct, excuse me, I, I should say indirect um, dialogue moments between characters, like maybe between May and Coulson or May and Mac or something like that where the characters are referencing something that has been originally created or thought through on the S.H.I.E.L.D. Reddit. Yeah. And it's, it's just so amazing. <laughs> so I think that really is something. A shout-out to all the people who um, watch the show and follow it and make it a big deal. Right, it, it has a very cult following. Yes, like you absolutely. And yes. I think that's one of the things I just absolutely love. About like there it. are people out there who are huge fans of the Marvel Cinematic Music yeah. Universe movies, and they're not on board with the S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Yeah. Like, they're missing out on a, a, a large chunk of it, which actually leads me into another downside okay, of let's hear it. it. And it was the start of season six. We fully expected it to connect with the snap. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. Well, this is a this is a downside to all Marvel shows. Um, but they had been doing such a good job in connecting with the, the cinematic universe. Yep. Yes, and a- then you mean Agents of Shield? Agents, in yes, yes, Agents of Shield. Yes. Well, yes. I feel like, like the they've winners- grown away from that. Um, like I see, like the first like three seasons or so, they were they were basically in line yeah. with especially the entire MCU, one. especially season especially one. season yes. one. Yes. yes, but the entire like um, se- season, uh, like the first like three seasons or so, yeah. were right. like real in line with the MCU, and then after that, they kind of like have. Just kind of, they weren't. Yeah. They were more indirect as far yeah. as referencing to the movies. Like they're like, oh, those like robot guys from falling from the sky. <laughs> yeah, right, like that, right. Like something like that. But still, it was you yeah. could tell where it fell in the storyline as far as yeah. the cinematic universe. Yes, and I feel like the snap not being mentioned in season six, when which is when Shield 
uh, season six debuted was after the snap. Yeah, which I have theories. Literally a week after the snap, I have theories. I have theories, which on this. I believe we'll get to in. No, that's not. No, no I'm going to talk touch on it right right now. Actually, okay, so go for it. Yeah, basically, absolutely. I think everything, and you, I think you have this even with um, Far From Home. Okay, right. Everything yeah. that was alive in terms of production that was. After the snap, but before the main crust of Endgame was revealed, like the directors of all these shows and even Far From Home, they really didn't know what happens. Like they had to keep everything a big secret, Marvel Studios, about how they fix the snap. So it's really, I think it was tough. Like they, all those writers and directors for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and different shows were kept in the dark. It's like yes, the snap happened, but if you address the snap directly, we don't we don't actually we can't tell you how it ends. Mm-hmm. We can't tell you the end game, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, although, as a fan, I desperately no, nothing would please me more than for a super connected universe. Right. Oh yeah. no, absolutely. It's, so, it hasn't been. I mean, it hasn't been seen before until right. these first couple of seasons of Shield. Like it's right. something that yeah. you're like, wow, these can be hand in hand. Right. Like, we can go and do this together, TV and movies as one. Like. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I I agree with you in the premise, but there, I also I'll give a little grace because there's not much. I mean, there's not much the writers could have done, unfortunately. Yeah. So, although in season uh, season five, oh, let's see, it was Talbot who at the time became Graviton, which was a interesting, uh, almost unfortunate sequence of events because I love Talbot. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. But Talbot is like in space talking to some 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 blue people. You know, he's actually talking to a Cree guy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. And um, he mentions that Thanos is coming to Earth. He makes a direct reference to what's happening in the the overall major storyline. Um, so that's why we're like, oh, oh, we're we're yeah, gonna, like gonna get something. We're yeah. gonna get the snap. We're gonna talk about the snap. And it was it was for nothing. Like, yeah, it was just a, a throw out there just to. I don't know, just, just get us to geek out that one moment, but better than it, it no- never gets yeah, touched upon it again. But I really do think it was better than nothing. I loved it, but... I, know, I mean, you, okay. You're left wanting more, and I think that's... You know, a lot of these shows... Correct me if I'm wrong, you guys will probably have a better idea than this, but the people that ran the Marvel shows on Netflix, the people that ran Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the people that ran the shows like Runaways and Cloak and Dagger, it was all kind of disconnected. Like, Kevin Feige wasn't sure. over all yeah, of that. No, you're right, right. You're right. They didn't really have... Well, the Netflix shows, they were within their own little type yeah. of universe. There was not There was cohesion amongst themselves, right. but not in the greater correct storyline. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm pretty universe. sure the only thing that Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. got was uh, whatever uh, Joss told his brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is, I guess, why he got Nick Fury in the first episode. Right, yeah, yeah that's true, that's true. But then uh, they kicked Josh to the side and went yeah. with the Russo brothers. Which... Yeah, because in, in season one, you, they are in London cleaning up the mess from Thor, yeah. the Dark World. And then later in season one, the turn with Grant Ward happens right after. Literally, the like, I'll never forget watching Captain America Winter Soldier, seeing the shield like Hydra turn on Thursday, and then the next week on Tuesday, I believe, at the season... At the time, yeah, yeah. you watched it happen. Watch, yeah. Oh my it, yeah. gosh, it I was know. Amazing. I know. Yes, I'm nervous. Absolutely out amazing. Here, no, it was Geeking absolutely out. amazing. Or even the helicarriers, you know. Yes. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Yes. So, um, I think we got to start wrapping it up here. So we're gonna get into some final thoughts. Any any closing statements you want to make on Agents of Shield uh, before we kind of uh, get out of here? I think the only thing, the only thing I'll add, um, man. Great storylines, great characters, and I wish we had time to talk about the countless other characters. I mean, 
Bobby and Hunter and their dynamics were amazing. Oh, yeah, that's Radcliffe, true. I actually love Radcliffe's character. Thought he did a great job. Uh, let's not forget about uh, Patton Oswalt's character. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Billy and <laughs> yes, 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 <laughs> the yes, twins, yes. the triplets, the yeah. quadruplets, uh, or yes. whatever they were. Uh, ca- casing? No, caning. Caning. Agent yep. caning. Agent caning. Yes. Yep. Oh man. Yes. All the uh, and of course, what is considered to me like gut wrenching death of Agent Triplet. Yeah. It was just. Mm, yeah. His was just descendant of a Howling Commando, and they just, mm-hmm. yeah. I know and they never, cool? and they never, yeah, they never brought it back, like something to do with the Howling Commandos or something like that. But well, Trip was like that connection. They to, talked, to, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. But yeah. they talked about the the equipment he had. One, there was one episode where they couldn't use all of Fitz's high tech stuff, right? So they used all of his like old school, old school yeah. stuff. Like, oh, it's yeah. my, my what, grandfather stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we used this before there was Wi Fi. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. uh, I mean, I guess I'll, uh, season season six finale, yeah, it kind of wrapped up very abruptly, and it's oh man, I don't know, it was just yeah. it it didn't give like if they were gonna end the series on season six, I mean, even though they set oh. up for a season seven, yeah, but I mean, there was no, I don't think there was a guarantee at the time that they, they were there gonna wasn't, get renewed. That's, that's why it was such a risk. Yeah, and yeah. then they did that, and yeah. I don't know, they just everything folded really quick, like. The storyline that they've been building up, building up with Sarge and uh, whatever the, the heck, yeah, the Shriek, oh, yeah, yeah. And, the Shrike, yeah. excuse oh, me, Shrike, Shrike, and uh, and then it just like kind of just plummeted straight down, like yeah, like you walked off a cliff, and then boom, yeah, uh, that, that cliff was Agent May kicking their ass. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, and then yeah, and then it, it was over, and you're like, okay, is there yeah. a, he's, episode fourteen? Like, what's going on? Like, there's not yeah. enough to yeah. To give me satisfaction yeah. here, it so. ends very abruptly. Yeah, yes. oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, um, and I and I think that that could be a good kind of segue, or I guess kind of conclusion into uh, our our inaugural episode of the Royal Royal Geek Podcast. I can't talk tonight, fellas. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, you know, we have a lot to talk about. Still, we have a lot to talk about in the weeks and months and years to come. Um, and even with in regards to Agents of Shield, so this is our first episode, our inaugural episode. Um, we're glad you found it, and hope you guys subscribe and like all of our content. Follow us on social media once we get all those things up and rolling. Um, but also, we are excited to say that uh, along with our weekly episodes that we're going to put out every week, we're also going to have some weeks where we have some bonus content. Um, and you might say you're a brand new con, uh, brand new concept, brand new podcast. Why would you create bonus episodes when you haven't even mastered your your normal episodes yet? Well, that's because we're a little overzealous over here at the Royal Geek <laughs> yeah, Podcast, just a little bit, and we're gonna go for it. So um, uh, we want to encourage you not only to uh, subscribe to all of our content, but also we're gonna post, we're gonna put up a bonus episode where we actually do a a little bit more of a in depth preview to season seven of agents of shield now we promise you i really want to put this out there we are not just a show that is only going to cover agents of shield okay but in a world where there's almost no new content because of coronavirus uh (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna milk this thing dry okay so we're gonna preview agents of shield season seven uh you can find that episode on our uh podcast feed as well uh as finding this one uh listen to that as well we're we're really excited for it um, we're actually going to talk about it here later tonight and put that up for you guys. But, um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to dip on out of here. We're going to kind of say, uh, good night, uh, for this inaugural episode. I'd love to turn, turn it over to you guys. If there's any parting words you have 
for all of our faithful listeners who decided to, uh, more than likely in their case, go back in time to find this show. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, uh, it's not just going to be S.H.I.E.L.D. It's not just going to be Marvel stuff. It's going to be a lot of stuff to expect from the show. So um, if you're you're fans of DC stuff, uh, stick around. We have lots to talk about there. Uh, I mean, movies in general, and not just uh, the big budget movies, but, uh, I mean, Shimato and I go uh, Oscar season. We tend to dive deep into the contenders and the indie films. That'll be really fun. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And uh, so we get some Oscar talk there. Um, TV shows. I mean, we uh, we're binge freaks. We binge episodes. Uh, I mean, anything from uh, drama dramas all the way down to comedies. Uh, huge Brooklyn Nine Nine fans here. Nine uh, uh, Nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty. I mean, this <laughs> the, the spectrum is 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 very wide here. And uh, so yeah, absolutely. Shimano, what you got yeah, here? Yeah. Anything that could be considered a part of geekdom. We're not going to limit ourselves to what you. I uh, would traditionally think as geeky. Uh, we are going to get into the Marvel and DC stuff, uh, but we're also, you know, going to be getting into um, anything that you can really feel passion for is really what we're going to deal with. Um, you know, whether that be through, you know, touching on even once in a while a documentary, you know, a, you know, like we were saying, you know, stupid comedies like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and, you know, how we feel in the sports world um, every once in a while and yeah, breaking that kind of stuff down. Huge, huge, huge football, football fans. Soccer fans. Huge soccer fans. That's right. Mm-hmm. Even Shimato. Yeah. A little bit. Well, he will be by the end of this <laughs> podcast. That's for sure. Uh, Atlanta United is growing on me. I'm not going to lie. not going <laughs> to lie. They are growing on me. But, um, yeah, just we're just going to try to touch on, you know, everything that we find intriguing in this pop culture world. Um, and I think that is just, you know something that would be great to talk about and you know just let everyone know like what how we feel about things because i always feel like there's always so much i so much i can say about things when i watch them yeah and not in an arrogant way just like i love spreading you know the the ideas i have and just seeing how people interact with uh with the things that i say and just you know creates this extra it's this extra world outside of the things that we that, that that we talk about it creates the you know this that fills the world in my opinion yeah and just a just a quick little add on there like the three of us we've gone to every marvel premiere every the last marvel premiere for like the past what six movies seven movies yeah, or whatever or the yeah, three of us yeah. yeah all of us the same theater and after the movie's over what's the one thing we we talk about the movie we break it down we we right. what we liked what we loved about it so this is just three guys who enjoy doing that, doing that <laughs> over and over again and we're like you know what let's do this let's uh, we just added, yeah. we decided to add microphones yeah That's you know what yeah. add microphones uh, get together a little bit of whiskey yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so yeah so that's what you guys have to expect uh, coming in the future. Um, we will be diligent in getting you guys content. Yep. Absolutely. That's right. And we're, we're excited to, you know, get better at this. This is literally our first run ever at doing a podcast. And, uh, you know, we're going to get active on social media. We're going to make this thing more official and professional, you might say, as time goes on. Uh, but this one, this is our first episode, and our inaugural episode. If it's a little spotty, if it's a little shaky, you know. Be patient with us because we'll figure it out. But yeah, I mean, only one of us has a mass comm degree. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, I'll figure it out because these guys aren't going to help with anything. Um, so, anyways, for my good friends Sandy and Shimato, this is T Roll saying thank you and good night. We are the Royal Geek Podcast, and we will see you next time, you peasants.